and welcome to episode 122 of your very favourite Scattershot. My name is Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. And joining us once again this week is young Mr Neil Colby. Neil, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you, Alan. The, vel- well the velvety tones of Mr Colby. It's glad, it's brilliant <laughs> to have you back. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. It's been years. Well, if you could put that voice in the wrapper and eat it. Mm. <laughs> Silky. I've got a golden ticket. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Neil, for, for joining us. We've got a fucking shit ton of stuff to get through. We have, uh, we've been away for a couple of weeks. Uh, Colin has been stuck in traffic for pretty much all of that time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are currently recording at, uh, well, let's just say quarter past ten. Yes, I've um, been stuck in traffic for two hours and 15 minutes. Yes, it's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, an epidemic of uh, lateness. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know what I'm saying with that. It, Colin, Colin's, Colin's People got, can't drive, Alan, that's the problem. Yeah, Colin is a LATE positive. Dare we say But we've got, a, we've got a, a great run of things to, to get through. Uh, we've got uh, current cinema releases, current TV releases, current and indeed new game releases, uh, some technology, and. Uh, and I mean, a current band? And you're eating a current bun, and we've got something really old, which is brilliant. Uh, Colin's daddy's homework. I've done my homework. Yay! Uh, so with no further ado, uh, we've all seen Spider-Man Homecoming, sorry, Spider-Man colon Homecoming, uh, the, the latest offering from uh, the Marvel stable, now with added Sony-ness. Yeah, thank yeah. God. Very little Sony yeah. in this one. Yeah. Thank God. It, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've literally taken over. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, we'll do a partnership and could just throw them to one side. Yeah. So we'll we'll just, make this film. Yeah. People have been making them for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let the masters take over. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in, in this film, we have um, Tom Holland uh, playing uh, reprising the role of Spider Man. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, you've got you've got your usual Tony Starkness. He's got an injection of the stuff. Tony Smugness. Tony Smugness. He's uh, getting very smug, isn't he? RDJ, just just uh, just crushing it completely. <laughs> um, uh, and Michael Keaton uh, playing the Vulture. We have uh, Marissa Tomai as uh, Aunt May. Yeah, sexy, hot, hot Aunt May. Doesn't look as good as she did in uh, Avengers, though. Civil War. Oh, oh, Captain America: Civil War. Because I watched that recently. Or oh, the wrestler. Or oh, the wrestler. Or oh, the wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of her in the wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> John Favreau uh, reprising his role as Happy Hogan. You got uh, Zendaya as uh, Michelle, who, uh, as I'm sure you both know, is a big star on the uh, YouTubes and the Instagrams. Uh, uh, yeah, I knew I'd do her from something. Yeah, yeah. Me, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who was that? Which one was that? Uh, Michelle. Yeah, she's okay. the... she's uh, The oh, geeky one. The geeky one. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, right, yeah. okay. Uh, Donald Glover, uh, the brilliant Jack of Batalan, uh, who plays um, uh, Peter Parker's little mate. And, yeah, uh, he was good, he was. Uh, yeah, uh, the brilliant Bakeem Woodbine. Yes, yeah, yeah, that? yeah. I, I know uh, who you're talking about. Then. And uh, yeah, just a whole a whole host of other people you may or may not recognise. And it is the the, t- the story of Peter Parker being a kid and basically getting on with being Spider Man. No origin. Oh, bullshit thank here. fuck! There was no origin. I know. I didn't know what I did. I, I knew nothing going into this. Really. Did you not? No, I didn't. I really did you see didn't. any trailers? Uh, no, I hadn't. No, no, no you trailers. Seen nothing. Civil War. I'd seen Civil War, but I was just. I thought, Civil War's basically the trailer, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought, oh, if it's another origin, it's really going to drag. And thank God it wasn't. It was just easy. So I'm, many, so I'm many times you can see Uncle Ben die. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I still eat his rice. God bless him. <laughs> yeah. They look nothing alike, Neil. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. no. I, I, was, I, I knew from the off that it wasn't an origin story but I thought they've got to, t- they've got to reference it and it was literally a sentence it was oh I got bitten by a spider yeah, 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 yeah. it's like can I get bitten by a spider no it it's dead yeah. Yeah. and it's like that's it well I love the start of this film as well it was just like his video blog yes. of, of him with the Avengers in the Civil War fighting that man <laughs> <laughs> my god that man's giant I've got to go <laughs> it, was, it was brilliant the happy in the car on the way yeah, there yeah, and yeah. Stay. it was just perfect little intro to, to his little world it was mm. great I, I loved the fact that he it, it looks legitimately like a high school kid. Oh like, yeah, it, you know most American high schools nowadays are populated by forty five year olds. Well, they were both twenty eight, weren't mm. they? Um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal when he first played Spider Man was twenty eight years Jake old. Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't I think he ever played. Sorry, look, Jake Gyllenhaal, bloody hell, the other one. Toby Maguire was twenty eight, and so was. Um, 
Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, both 28 when they played Spider-Man. That's an interesting fact. I didn't know that. And he's 21, Tom Holland. And yeah. He, he, he's 21 now. He's 21 now. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and he looks like he's 15, 14 he, yeah. years old. Although, I must admit, when he says I'm 15, I did think, no, you don't look 15. Maybe they should have gone for 16. 16, yeah, okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> yeah, enough. He doesn't look I like a... we're splitting hairs. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> a a London-based 15-year-old, like, he would have had a spliff behind his ear and, like, covered in spots rather than, yeah. like, being ripped to yeah. shit. I didn't look like Spider-Man when I was 15. <laughs> no, no, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I can't to that, being your next door neighbour. <laughs> I, I was covered in webs, but that's a different thing. <laughs> Different matter entirely. But I must say, I, I, I think Tom Holland's the best Spider-Man so far. Yeah. I think he absolutely and nailed him. He's tiny it. as well, isn't he? It's yes. Like it's, the others, yeah, yeah. like, I know like Tobey Maguire wasn't big, but Andrew Garfield was quite tall. tall yeah, yeah, and yeah. Spider-Man is supposed to be tiny. And he yeah, isn't he a tall is man. Tiny. Peter Parker is small. Yeah, and but like, the, yeah I think it, it's, he got really the voice well. and the quips and the speed of his, you know, his delivery. I thought yeah. was absolutely spot on. It was almost like being in the Spider-Man comics from the uh, yeah. Spider-Man cartoons from the eighties. Really, I thought mm. it was bang on. Yeah, yeah I thought I, they did that well. Yeah. yeah, really well. Yeah, the issue, the issues I've always had with the other two is that Tobey Maguire looks weird. And yep. he's, and he, he's he's almost too nerdy to be Peter Parker. And he was a bit moody. Yeah, he's well. a bit emo. A bit moody. Andrew bit Garfield. Emo. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Garfield is far too good looking to be Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah and he's yeah. too big to be Spider Man. Yeah. You're absolutely right. He was massive. Whereas Tom Holland is small yeah. and bit weedy and a bit vulnerable when he's not got the mask on and stuff and doesn't really know anything and I like the way he's, he's, he fucks up a lot in this he's as well yeah, yeah. he's really he's, stumbling about like yeah, a he's really like clumsy fuck yeah. at times <laughs> <laughs> there's a lovely scene where he's sort of running after the van of baddies and uh, he's sort of crashing through houses and yeah. crashing through roofs and there's a scene of uh, Ferris Bueller yeah, in the yeah. background a great movie and, I, and I look, the cinema I was in was absolutely packed so packed I actually had to sit next to someone which I I haven't no. done for years which is bizarre <laughs> but um, no one no one knew what that film was I was sitting there with a group it was school holidays obviously right. so I'm sitting there with a group of 15, 16 year olds which had no idea what Ferris Bueller was so I think it was the only one who laughed <laughs> the irony being packed full of in a cinema packed full of children who aren't at school yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I mean I, I, I especially like Michael Keaton um, he had yeah, the, the, great, the right balance of sort of menace ha- yeah menace and having a reason for doing what he's doing he didn't get too like yeah that's it you wanna yeah. get nuts let's get nuts <laughs> sort of thing like, yeah, he yeah. Like, like he didn't go too off the wall yeah he, yeah. he was just like yeah menacing he, he looked like he'd, he'd kill a motherfucker just well, because yeah. Uh, and he does. Yeah. Um, by accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was great. Either by accident or design. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's fine. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I, I hope he, I hope he's used some more. I, I hope he, he stays yeah, yeah, in it. Yeah. If he doesn't, fine. Yeah, it's a nice intro uh, to Shocker as well. I yeah. don't know if he's, I'm sure he's going to pop up. I was going to say, I like that they quietly introduced quite a back catalogue yeah. of Spider-Man villains. You've got the Shocker, the Tinkerer. Yeah. Oh, I didn't and, know uh, that. Yeah. Where, was that. Who was the that? The guy that was building the, tink- the, the man who was tinkering. Oh, was that? Oh, what? Yeah, the tinkering the Phineas, man. Phineas <laughs> oh, Mason. Right. Yeah. yeah. You've got Shocker, obviously, and then both got, Shockers. You, yeah, both yeah, Shockers. Yeah, both Shockers. <laughs> and you, <laughs> and you've got the Scorpion or Nacho from. Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, in, the, in the post-credit scene. No, no. The guy that he meets on the boat is Matt Gorgon who becomes the ah. scorpion he's got the scorpion tattooed ah, on his neck yeah. and he's in the post credit scene yeah, right, wanting yeah. to kill Spider-Man because yeah, yeah. right. I didn't stay with the post credit scene because <sighs> no Really? Yeah. No, did Blasphemy I miss out then? Bristol. Yeah, you missed out. for me. Did yeah, I? Yeah. yeah, you missed out a couple, a couple of good ones. Oh, okay. Um, one of which, one of which was just setting something up, maybe for something else with the the scorpion in, and then the other one, which was just a a, a middle finger up to the audience. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But it was very but, funny. Yeah, but Captain funny. America, I've heard yeah, about yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. It's, it's very funny. I liked it a lot. Cool. Uh, you weren't so keen, uh, were you? I don't know. I weren't keen. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Did it feel like a personal middle finger to you? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Captain America. Neil Colby, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that was it, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Great credit. I mean, let, let's go through the obvious stuff. I mean, the effects are, the effects are flawless yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's really good in it. There's no one who's shit. Yeah, there's no weak link in this film, actually. No. No, yeah. not at all. I no, mean, no, even the kids in the school, they're 
their kids in yeah, school. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought Flash was an arsehole. Yeah, which is right, supposed which to be. Is, yeah, absolutely spot on. And I liked the fact that he wasn't like a massive bully arsehole. Yeah, was, no, he was, he was a bit like, geeky as well. He was like an arsehole would be now. I yeah. It's just like he's rich. And he drives a Flash car. Drives, yeah. yeah. And he's, he's Flash. Did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're right, absolutely right. That's why he's Flash, right? yeah, rather yeah. than being like, hey... Um, that was a bit much me to be Fonzie but <laughs> never mind yeah, um, I remember seeing him in the film <laughs> wouldn't it be great if Henry Winkler no, like, it should be in every film yeah, every yeah. film would improve by 5% with Henry Winkler only the 5 only the 5% only the 5 <laughs> funnily enough they did say he was going to be cast as uh, Spider-Man in the next uh, <laughs> nice. yeah. so Holland's done one and done it's <laughs> the Winkler they, they gave the nod to the wink um I, I mean, I think it's a universal high five around for Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Light hearted, it perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's quite light. You seen it twice, oh, have you? Twice really wow, is, so I'd love to see it again. I, I really would. But I, I went, like to see about people went, sitting next to me. It was, it was off-putting. It was off-putting. No, I went to see it with my my brother, and he said like it was like watching the first Iron Man film again. Yeah, it's like it's that good as a Marvel film. Mm. So you know that's where it all began. So that's yes. a really good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally agree with that. Yeah, you know, yeah, the character has been recycled so many times in quite recent succession, mm. and they've done a really good job with the character. And you forget the others exist. Really. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I think there was a, a bit of fatigue going in this film. Fucking not another Spider Man, but thank God they pulled it out of the bag. It's almost like the um, uh, with Mark Ruffalo as the uh, as Hulk. Mm. And, you know, you had two before that but who how, remembers them how fresh I are mean, they I mean where is Ed Norton now <laughs> is there anything <laughs> wish it, wish it, it just, was the Hulk in Marvel yeah, movies he's just, <laughs> arguing, he's just arguing with directors yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it killed his career that film I think didn't yeah, it? Well, yeah, I mean, please he's, show well, more of the love scenes with Betty yeah <laughs> less Hulk yeah. more me yeah. <laughs> what have you got no you fucking enough. idiot <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> yeah he's, he's nowhere to be seen um I, I adore it I think it's brilliant um, Neil what would you give it I'm going to go 10 I yeah. love it I think oh, it's great wow. yeah. I think it's a wicked it's a bold film. choice yeah it is <laughs> a bold choice it's massive yeah, yeah. yeah I love Colin. it I'm going to go 8 really yeah. enjoyed it thought it was great okay. yeah. I'm a 9 Okay. I'm up there, there. I'm up there Yeah. I, it's very close to a 10 for me I, I, I think I need to give it another watch yeah I need definitely. to see it again definitely yeah. Yeah. 2 yeah. word review Neil Spider-tastic Spider-tastic nice Colin live up to it we're blank <laughs> nice thanks uh, I will go with vulture culture nice nice there we yeah, go yeah. 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 yeah just pulled that right out of me yeah, yeah it was good, it was yeah. good. <laughs> that's uh, Spider-Man Homecoming available at your local multiplex cinema nowhere else Right, so uh, let's talk about something else, which I, I am largely redundant in this conversation. Not for long, not for long. <laughs> we'll get, we're going to hook you. We're gonna I'll, get back, you I'll get back in the market. Um, <laughs> we need you in our fire team. Join us. Join us. So, so, so as you can probably guess, we're, we're going to talk about uh, the Destiny 2 beta. Yeah. Or beta, if you Did were. you play it, by the way? I, di- I didn't play the beta because I haven't pre-ordered the game. Uh, and I didn't get. Was didn't, it not open? No, it's open now. Oh, is it open now? Yeah, it's well, open I, now. I might jump on it. I might. I may well jump in on it. Um, but I, I mean, I played quite a bit of Destiny One. Yeah. When it first started, and I really enjoyed it, but then I dropped it because I, I just I, I lost interest. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you two got bang on it, right? So now you, you got right into Destiny Two. Yeah. I could say that a lot better, but I'm not going to bother redoing it. <laughs> uh, tell me about it, Colin. Neil. Well, the, the beta's, uh, it, it came out, well, God knows when it came out, 27th, I think, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, last, last Anyway, yeah, for, like I said, for people who pre-ordered the game. Um, and and like, they didn't give you much, really, did they? They gave you the, the original story mission of, uh, I don't know if you know, the tower. Uh, is like the, the yep. social aspects of Destiny where you sort of go around and do your little business before you go and do missions. Do your little business. Do your business. <laughs> that's, base. Uh, your, base. your base, yeah. That's yeah. been taken over or, or invaded and attacked by the Cabal. Or what they're called? They are the Cabal, the but Red the Legion. Re- the Red Legion yeah. of the Cabal. Of, uh, you know nothing about them, but you all know soon. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you all know them soon. They come and there's the Traveller, which is a, a moon, great big right? planet thing. Yeah. <sighs> what is he? It, it's weird basically thing, a weird alien ship of some kind that has given everyone their powers. But to so, sort of, I think he's trying to save himself, really, isn't no, no, he? Basically, <laughs> it's not really very well explained, and this is what people have said about Destiny it, 1. The story shit. They basically scrapped the story yeah. very close to the release date of the game, and they scrapped the story, and there's things like they call 
the darkness. And yeah. You'll notice when you're playing Destiny 2 that the darkness isn't referenced at all. Yeah, this is Bungie admitted they don't know what the darkness is, <laughs> yeah. which is a very I love Bungie. It's a very <laughs> bad <laughs> sign. I love Bungie. I really do. <laughs> Everything they do is just, it's just like, I oh, know this is brilliant. Don't worry about it. Like, we we thought this through. Yeah, we'll like, figure it out like, go along. Yeah. It. It's a major part of the first story. The darkness has consumed you, and then they haven't got an explanation Good. what yeah. the darkness actually is. Let's, let's not so explain it. We yeah, just got it. we've just got a load of enemies. Let's just class them. So they were attacking the, the tower and it's actually in the first you, you only get the very first mission of the game of uh, you you trying to escape or save certain people yeah, within the tower to save the tower the tower yeah. and the people in it um, and, and that's it and then also you've got a strike um, which you will not, not know anything about it's a fire team of three people that you go on to you just get one strike it's a fucking long strike this it one is, though, isn't it? yeah. it's a good, good half hour the long the story mission was long as well yeah the story mission is very long um, and, and you get a um and crucible. some crucible, two two crucible maps, which is uh, PvP. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you don't get a lot, which is good because I think Bungie was guilty last time of, of putting out quite a big beta for the first one. Yes. Yeah. And people went, "Oh, this is lovely," and then when the actual game came out, they went, "No, no, no, that beta is basically the game." <laughs> and it was like, "Well, I've just fucking played it, played it for free. I'm not paying you any yeah, money yeah. for nothing more." Um, so they've given you very little, really, in terms to play with. But what they have given you is, is a very polished Until improvement. Until you buy the game the and realise that that is, that is it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've got a lot to live up to because we said, I mean, they are bigging up the open world worldness of this game. Yeah. As They said that Destiny was going to be this 10-year breathing, living planet of a game where you can mm. go around and do whatever. Where it didn't really turn out like that. It was very, no, fairly it was linear Pretty much in a three-hour-long story maximum, yeah. and you will replay those missions You will grind and grind and, again, and grind. And again mm. and again. Yeah. And Ariston. <laughs> Ariston. Yeah. Ariston. I yeah. think it's, it's worth mentioning that the... Um, Obviously, the the story is bunk with these things. It's dreadful. But, but the the thing with bungee games is all about the mechanics of the shooting and the playing of the game. Does that feel like it's evolved at all in Destiny Two? Does it feel like it's progressed? Well, uh, is it different in I any mean, way? I think they, they've on. sort of switched up the uh, the way you've got your weapons. It's like the first game; it was very much you've got a primary weapon, you know, the big gun, assault rifle, or you can have a hand cannon. The second gun is a secondary weapon, which is usually a weapon with a power like fire or yeah. arc or void and then you've got Elemental. a heavy weapon and they seem to have changed that up this time haven't they they've now got kinetic so just guns that pop pop yeah. and then the secondary gun is a powerful weapon and then I don't know what, how, they, have they described the third gun this time because you need to get heavy ammo but sniper rifles and shotguns seem to have moved into the first yeah yeah so they're the ones you need to find ammo there's SMGs and grenade launchers and a few little new things that weren't weren't in the original Mm. but it's just it just looks polished I mean the best the best thing with Destiny really was was grinding for these better guns grinding for loot for loot really that was that was the key with, yeah. with Destiny really and it kept me going it still yeah. keeps me going now looking and for these new looking, special guns looking at the beta there's um, some of the character classes were very sort of more team oriented mm-hmm. so you create a bubble that your team can go in but really it's a pretty rubbish power when you're playing the game on your own yeah, so yeah when you all... can throw firing hammers exactly killing but, hundreds of people exactly. or you can create you a can bubble create a bubble yeah. that you can't shoot through. Is so it essentially a Veruca? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically yeah. you create a bubble you can't shoot through, <laughs> they can't shoot you whilst you're in it. Wow, fantastic. But that class now... You basically just develop centre, centre parks really quickly yeah, for 10 just... minutes and it disappears. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, so and you've got so... a Veruca at the end of it. Much <laughs> <laughs> like a trip to centre parks. Veruca <laughs> yeah. park, as we call it. Go but on. you've got the option of making it an attacking... Shield, right. so you can pick the shield up like Captain America and smash people yeah. with it now, or you can still create the bubble. So I can see that being useful in things like the raids. Mm. So essentially, they've thought about it. Yeah, yeah. And well, they're making as well from what I've gathered as well from from the numerous videos and stuff I've been watching because I'm a, I am obsessed now with Destiny. Some of the YouTube guys are really funny. Yeah, they're, they're good. They are good, yeah. and they've they, got they've the been Destiny on the game as well. Is massive. Yeah, the I mean, Destiny I'm community is good. And some of these guys talk about things that happened in the beginning. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. But they're um, <laughs> they're, they're, there seems to be that this game they're going to make it more friendly for people who've never played the game before. Right. It's going to be less grindy. For me, for you, yeah. yeah. It's going to be less grindy 
R&D. There's no God rolls anymore on guns. No. That that gun mechanic, if you get no, one gun, they, that they is exactly you the role you'll get. a gun it. that's a really rare gun that nobody else has got, it's going to have a certain setting, and yeah. that is that gun. They have abilities. Guns have abilities. The more you, you use a gun, the more experience you get on a gun, you can cho- choose different abilities oh, like to go skip, with the gun. A skill tree on a gun. A skill yeah. tree on a gun. Wow. Which they've kind of, they're going to do that, but what they're saying is you could get this same gun, let's say, for instance, Bone Crusher is a machine gun that they've got on there. Mm-hmm. You can get that with like a shitty roll, it'll have crap stability or, or whatever. Yeah. But you can get better odds, better better perks on it. But then you can go and get another Bone Crusher and it's got even better perks on yeah. it. Even though it's the same gun, but they've stopped doing that this time. Right. Which I'm not sure I like, but... I don't know. We'll see how We'll that see. Works. We'll see how it's that like works. It, they're going to do mods this time. You'll be able to put mods on guns. Right. So, and they're probably going to be hard to find as well. So to oh, get yeah, the whole good stability on a machine gun that blasts everywhere. And, you know, you'll be grinding for the mod rather than the gun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I think with, with, it, with this beta, I think everyone's sort of taking a step back and going okay fair enough it looks lovely but you <laughs> fucked us over once before and we stuck with you if you fuck us over again <laughs> with this open world promise and you don't deliver yeah. I think you're going to see some very interesting YouTube clips yeah. <laughs> fool me once fool me yeah. fool me twice fuck you fuck you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it could I, very much be like that I mean obviously it's just the basis we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up fairly quickly but my question is do you think it, it, it will be a case where the casual, the filthy casual, such as myself, could dip in and out of it. Or do you think it's one of those things where, you, like, if you two are playing it hardcore, the minute that I try and join in, I'm I'm out of the picture. That's what they want. They want people dipping in and they out. Do. do they? That's yeah. what they want. Right. Okay. That is that, what they're that aiming for. Good. It's like Good. the raids. The two, these two, the like raids, said, the raids in, are two hours long. Me and the them. raids in Destiny One as well. You needed to have six people. Yeah. yeah. It has to be you and five others that you've met or you know and you have to be on at the same time and play it whereas this one they've said they're going to match you so if there's two of you they yeah. will find you four other people that want to start this raid at the same time Bungie they seems should, have, to, should have done that the first yeah. Bungie time. seems to have this utopian mind where they think oh it'd be brilliant if you've got no friends make six, six friends on the Bungie network and all join and become yeah. friends no I tell people to go fuck their mums through my <laughs> mic no one I've never got six friends <laughs> I've got Neil and you that's it and well, even it, then to I'm be fair, if you play with me <laughs> we've all got two controllers <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank God they're, they're joining you up now for these raids because yeah, the raids are. I can't, you know, I'm still trying to do a raid now. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually asking strangers to be my friend, and that's just fucking sad. <laughs> yeah. Tragic. Well, I, I, I'm actually due, quite quite jonesing to play, it and uh, I'm, I, w- I will download the beta and have a go, and we'll have a go at that. At yeah, some you'll love it. Um, also, I, I thought it. the Crucible map. It's only a small, Tiny, very yeah. small map, but like we was running around and we was getting killed. Yeah, we, we, we uh, it's half like decent. Day, yeah, weren't, it weren't the days of Call of Duty where we're bottom scoring. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, you'll be well bottom when I'm in your team. Um, <laughs> so that, that's Destiny Two available on the PS4, the beta. Uh, and on Xbox One I think it's going live on the PC now as well. Oh, I'm PC. pretty sure it's this weekend. Cool. And when's the actual game out? September. 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 Great. Well, I'll, I'll get. I'm on that. counting the days, aren't you? <laughs> there we are. <laughs> Goodbye, You're the VR patch. Yeah, that'll be the best. See, if they ever done Destiny on VR, you will never see me again. <laughs> All my wife or children. <laughs> well, they'll see you. Just won't see yeah, them. That is very true. <laughs> oh, the perfect world. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, cool, so that's uh, Destiny 2. Uh, let's have a quick chat about uh, Wonder Woman. I like Wonder Woman. Uh, we've all seen it. This is, I think this might be one of the first shows where everyone on it has seen everything we're talking about. <laughs> it's terrific. Um, for those of you who are yet to be familiar with the uh, the Wonder Woman, I'll give you the, uh, the IMDB synopsis. <clears throat> if you please. Before she was Wonder Woman, she was Diana, princess of the Amazons, trained warrior. When a pilot crashes and tells of conflicts in the outside world, she leaves home to fight a war, discovering her full powers and true destiny and sexual awakening. I added the last bit. That wasn't there. Um, She's very sexy, though. She's very, very sexy. I I think let's not not bury the lead here. Um, Gal Gadot, who um, uh, who plays the... uh, uh, The Israeli starlet. The the titular... Name another Israeli starlet. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. (laughs) 
Natalie Portman is the only other one. That's the other one. And obviously, but she's not as sexy as Benjamin. Don't get me started, Robert Mugabe. Nothing to do with that. I don't even know. I genuinely don't know. I just really like his name. So, so Wonder Woman stars stars Gal Gadot as Diana, wonderful of the Amazons. Uh, Chris Pine <laughs> that's a real name by yeah. the way Diana Wonderful <laughs> yeah. uh, Robin Wright uh, formerly Robert Wright Penn uh, Lucy Davis off of your uh, your, your office God, she looked dreadful in this didn't oh, she? No. she I was watching it with Natalie she went, this, this film does nothing for her self esteem no. she's there standing next to Gal Gadot I was like no well played yeah no it was uh, oh, it was in a performance and a half she's, she's big isn't she yeah Just for that role surely I think it was a, I think it was for a that role. fat suit do you reckon I mean you see it like, she's alright yeah no, 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 no I don't think she's great but yeah she, I, couldn't, I barely recognised her yeah I had yeah. to look it up <laughs> what, is that her really couldn't believe it. Uh, we got the, the the wonderful Connie Nelson uh, as a hippolyta. David Fulis. David Fulis is in it. Politician in it. Danny Houston, right. who's in everything. Uh, is he you that doesn't like? Who is it? You. Me. You don't like yeah, Danny Houston, do you? I'm not a big fan of Danny I Houston. Think he's a bit rubbish. Oh, he's right. a bit weird. Okay. He was rubbish in uh, the first Wolverine film. I didn't like him mm. in the vampire film. As the, you like, like that, didn't you? 40 Days a Night. 40 Days a Night, yeah. I thought he was great in that. I didn't think he was very good in that. Mm. I thought they I'm with you, done with I'm someone you, better. Neil. I'm with you, Neil. Uh, it's you a got, good film. Uh, someone you, better. Come on, please. <laughs> uh, and Bremner, it was awful in this. Um, you've I got, didn't really get the point of him in this film. He's just have someone who no one can understand. Yeah. You're like, you ain't there, man. You shoot your fucking arrows here. Get your Get your weapon. <laughs> get your whip out um, so the, yeah I mean as the IMDB synopsis uh, suggests this is Diana um, moving to the, the land of men uh, and fighting during World War One uh, for whatever stupid reason she does that this is uh, this is a, uh, a film that's part of the DC extended film universe I think you need the to add film, film as a, a qualifier yeah. there and I think we'll talk about Supergirl next week which is something that you've watched which yeah, sort of fits yeah. into that uh, so you must have had some trepidation going into this film, Alan. I did. I absolutely did. I mean, my my. Are you Marvel through and through. I make make my Marvel. Oh, we did. We have arguments about DC and Marvel on a <laughs> weekly basis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, See, I can watch both and read both. I want to like it. I'm I'm open. I, I'm open hearted when I come to these sorts of things, and um, I just. It feels they've been they've been dropping the ball at nearly every turn. They have, and, and this. I was really surprised. I, I genuinely enjoyed it. Yeah, like, me it's too. not without its faults. It's not without its faults, but I enjoyed ninety percent of it. And yeah. then, and it literally ninety percent of the runtime. Then the last ten percent, I, I was like, oh, not again. It's um, too long. It is too. Yeah, it's, it's too long. It's half an hour too long. Yeah. This they film. seem to be making a lot of long films lately. Yeah. And apparently, like when the next when uh, Ragnarok comes out, they said it's going to be the shortest Marvel film Thank ever. Thank God. And Wicked. Like, and that can only be a good thing. Yeah. I mean, hour and a half long films have been around for years and they're good films. Yeah. So why do they need to be two and a half hours? Two and a half two hours. hours is two, what, what is this one? What's the run time on it's this? About, it's about two hours, 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes too long, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they probably could have left Fermiscara a bit earlier. Yes. And had the action. Yeah, 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 great. Yeah, yeah. But, but this mean, film's got a lot going for it, though. A yes, lot going for yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think the action scenes in this are, are absolutely superb. Yep. Yeah, the actions. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah. Chris Pine's that was the thing I was going to say about the uh, DC films is there's the angst and the darkness. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. films they've made so far. I mean, Superman is a bright, light character, and in his film, he's a right moody git. It's like, yeah. oh, should I help people? Maybe I shouldn't help people. Oh, oh I think Superman's shit, and he? he's such a wet blanket. I can't and stand that's, him. That's it. The way they're portraying him. Yeah, he's like, wrong. You know, when they showed Batman, I thought. He was brilliant in that film. He was like beating, yeah, beating the crap out of people, yeah, 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 hiding in the shadows. He can be. Moody. Did he exist? There was still the element that yeah. people didn't believe he existed. There was like the police were scared of him, and I like that. And it's like, but Wonder Woman's not that. She's very out there. Yeah. When she arrives, it's sort of like wow, you know, and a bit goofy, a bit like ooh, like a bit like a, no, no, like a puppy but, trying to find its feet. But she knows she's strong. It was a little bit like Thor, like out of water, like fish out of water kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah Thor yeah. was in the first film. But she wants to fight, and yeah, she yeah. just wants to get in it. She yeah, wants yeah. to go straight to the front line. Yeah, yeah. boom. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a very good comparison actually. She is effectively 
the the DC universe's Thor, Thor yeah, in, yeah. in many respects. You yeah. know, he, she's got a sword, he's got a hammer. I sort of think they the, blended it with Captain America, the whole team of a mixed... It's so... It's World War One instead yeah. of World, World War Two, but she's yeah, got the yeah. mixed group of people with her. Do you know what, Neil? You're absolutely on the money there. It is very, very First Avenger. There's, there's scenes, and actual action scenes that are almost shot for shot yeah. exactly the same and yeah. I, I was looking she at her going, even has a shield she even has a shield absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was looking at her going like yeah okay I, I can see what they've done there but it's a formula that works and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. DC at this point need a hit and this has been a hit it's, it's just surprising I thought of all, the, of all the hits I thought this would be the one that was going to Foul, really, Wonder Woman. I thought that's not going to take that's, off. that's Aquaman's job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Momoa. Yeah, I, fuck that right up. I reckon. <laughs> yeah. when, when, when your name is the sound of a cocktail, right? It's dreadful. I mean, I think the Flash will be fine because I, I hope that they do that just as like a comedy. They are doing it like a comedy. Yeah, for the clips of the, well, it needs to the be. Justice League yeah. film, he looks like he's going to be the comic relief in that. Yeah, film, a so. good. That, that's something that they need. She can just be the eye candy and the like kick assness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Batman's there just crying into his fucking I milk. Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Bat milk. <laughs> I don't care about any of you. Guys. I've, got loads of money. CDs. <laughs> I've got loads of money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just rich. I'm really rich. And <laughs> uh, you got Superman just being Dead, well, dead, and dead. shit. Yeah. 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 yeah, Jeremy Irons. Oh, oh, so yeah. I mean, he was miserable. He was miserable before he died. I mean, that yeah, fucking yeah. miserable was going to be. He comes yeah, back to life. Happy, oh, fucking yes. hell! Uh, I've never read the Bible, um, <laughs> but yeah, as we say, Wonder Woman. Really great surprise. I mean, I, I'm I'm happy to leave the the review bit there and just say go watch it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm totally a, down with it. I mean, it was a lovely surprise. Need. Yeah, action is brilliant. Yeah, the scenes are really good. Good story. Yeah, yeah good story. Yeah, the villain's villain, good. The villain's good. Yeah, so like yeah, Aries. Ari, can we say who the bad is? Yeah, no? yeah. Aries. We've got a war, which I think is great. Great villain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, I was—I just got off the back of watching all of Fargo season three, so to see David Thewlis in something as me well. Me too. Me too. I, I was like, "Ooh, he's, he's like, back! He's, he's got to be the baddie. He's got to be. <laughs> he, he's the best baddie he's ever. Some I love dull him. politician guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, you've got to, when you see Fargo three and David Thewlis is the villain in that way. You're—it's just, it's just one of the best villains. I saw him in Dragon Heart. He yeah. was nasty <laughs> get in that. Nasty get in that. Oh dear. Colin, what would you give it? Well, I've, I've actually, I've, I've got Wonder Woman. I've, point, I've pointed it. I pointed it as I've done it. Did you? Yeah. So oh. this is my score. I've got one point for Chris Pine, two for Gal Gadot, two for David Thewlis, one for making World War One sexy, <laughs> and one for the valiant effort from the small chap doing a Tommy Cooper impression. Oh, yes. Do you remember him? Yeah. It was a good right. Tommy Cooper impression. We did it. Yeah. Good little fair So yeah. what is that? That's It's 11. Eight, eight, eight out of ten. Can you hear it? Yeah, it's eleven. Yeah, eight out of ten. Good, Neil. I'd go with an eight out of ten for Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna break up the band. I'll go eight as well. Nice, <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, two word reviews. Let's go. Let's go around the table. Uh, should I start? Yeah, go. Okay, I'm gonna go Wonder Woman. No. <laughs> um, I will go with Gal Interrupted. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. That's Neil. Not bad. Gal. Glorious. <laughs> Sounds like a war cry. Glorious. <laughs> it's mustard. Nice. Thanks. Good. I like it. So, Wonder Woman. Uh, I think you can still catch it at the cinema. It's still Whoa, on at the cinema. It just is, about. Just about. Yeah. With all the other blockbusters out at the moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you haven't seen it, definitely go watch it because it is cracking. Yeah. That's Wonder Woman available now. Okay. Now we have a film. A very current film, new release at the cinema that Neil has been to see. Neil, what is this film? And tell us all about it. I have seen Dunkirk. I've done Kirk in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on, carry on, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, I went to see Dunkirk with me old man. I don't really go to see many films with my dad, but Not obviously, a war film. He's up so for war films, is he? That's it, you got, you got to take your dad to see a war film. And uh, I liked the way that um, Nolan's done Dunkirk in that he's basically telling three stories yep. one from the air mm-hmm. one on land and one from the sea it's not a journey into it's, work I was going to say it's like Return of the Jedi then. Yeah. one from the Ewoks <laughs> point of view yeah. it's like yeah they're the, you sort of get a character in each of these scenarios but you do see other characters and um, something that my dad didn't pick up on 
because he just goes and watches films, is that the three stories are set at different times in the events. Right. And it wasn't until we was actually watching it, and like, my dad's like, why is it that the Spitfires are in broad daylight, and yet the lads on the beach are in pitch black? And I said, because they're set at different times, Dad. <laughs> and, uh, and then at that moment, a boat sort of floated up with Cillian Murphy on it, and his character has already been rescued in one of the other stories, and he's on his oh, own. I see, right, and in this okay. scene, he was with loads of other lads, and it's before the boat that he was on gets sunk, and he needs to be rescued. Right. And I said, you see, we've already seen this man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's already on the little boat that's sure coming. you dad and not a child? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was using my cinema voice. Because <laughs> there were... I'm, Unlike most films, there were people there watching it with us. My cinema voice is shut up. No, no, that's it. There's shut people. Up. There's people probably doing that voice at me. But no, and I, I did like that format. I thought they've done it really well, mm. and um, and it's it's horrible. Really, it's a it's a war film and it's horrible. But I did say it, Dad, because he's never seen Saving Private Ryan. Right, and like I just said, they've done it, and it's scary. It's horrible. You see these things happening. But they've not got the gore. Yeah, you you don't see the bloke walking around the beach looking for picking his arm. up his arm. Yeah. yeah, looking for his arm and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You, you just know that you know you see the bombers coming and a line of men standing on the beach and then a couple of them getting thrown in the air. The guy covering himself down. So you think then, the films before that of of you know be, you you can use your imagination to exactly yeah, how no, they no, die. No, no, that's it. It's it's horrifying. I mean, the very first scene. Is just like the chaps walking through a French town, and they basically it comes up on the screen and it explains you you don't see what's happened, you just know that something's happened and that the the. Sorry, I've dropped my <laughs> ring on the floor. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. I really <laughs> have dropped my ring on the floor. <laughs> Sorry. Colin, are you, are you like? <laughs> That's my wedding, wedding ring. I it's taking your wedding ring off. It's, yeah. I've, I've fallen in love with Neil. Yeah. <laughs> you and Dunkirk, it's amazing. <laughs> this love story is told at three different times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and the, you know, these, <laughs> these, you know, you've got these English soldiers, and it says the English and the French are basically. They're totally unprepared. They're being totally driven back. Yeah. And you've got these four soldiers walking through a French town that's deserted and there's paper falling around everywhere. And one of the guys picks one up to wipe his ass with it. Mm. But when you read it, it's like propaganda from the Germans that they're dropping on this town. And there's basically this picture of this tiny dot which says, this is you. And there's just surrounded, this is us. Yeah, and and that's the terror. These there's nowhere else for these guys to go. They can literally go to the beach at Dunkirk. Yeah, and like as they're going through the French town, the French are like ah oh, bon voyage sort of thing, but they're angry because they're pulling out, and and it is how horrible it is. And you see yeah. these guys, and they start getting shot at, and basically you're left with one guy, and he is the guy who you follow on the ground. He's the he's the story, and you you see him doing everything he can to get off of the beach you know you see him go into the one existing pier yeah. that has already been bombed you know it's the only South pier end. and yeah and, no that's know, been bombed you've got, um, <laughs> you've got Kenneth Kenneth Branagh's character is sort of like the the naval officer who is there to oversee the evacuation and people coming to him saying where are all the ships where are all the ships and he's like they're coming they're coming he said, but they can only dock at this pier, so we need we need to keep the pier clear. But it's rammed <coughs> with soldiers. And there's 400,000, weren't there? 400,000, and you see them all queuing up in their units at sections of the Just beach. a few less who listen to our podcast, Alan. <laughs> yes, just slightly, yeah. yeah. It's also the same demographic. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Desperate people who are stuck on the edge of a beach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that, you know, you see them queuing up, and they're waiting to get off and then the German bombers and the sound effects of those planes are horrific right it's sort of like you're sitting there cringing as these planes are coming at them and you, you're ducking with them mm. and it's the same as when when you're on the boats and the bombers are dropping down and it's like you need where the hell are the Spitfires where the hell are mm. the Air Force a man says that where are the Air Force and you're like where are they and then it sort of cuts 
to them arriving sort of thing and fighting off and you see the dog fight and you see the technology they have it's sort of like he's asking one of his cohorts how much fuel have we got left yeah oh yeah I think we've got about 50 he's sort of working it out because right. he's lost his gauge his gauge isn't working it's like these guys need to get back as well as Mm. you know it's really gritty and then obviously you've got to see the side of the story of the little boats because that's the famous part smart rylance isn't it yeah and that is you know he's, his boat is being taken by some navy men and they're going to use it to go across and try and rescue some soldiers and then he decides to not take any military men he just thinks fuck it I'm going to go on, do my, on own. my own yeah I'm going to do it on my own And I love Mark rylance yeah yeah he's everywhere he, yeah he really is everywhere. He is now, yeah. Since Spielberg got his claws into him, yeah, he said, yeah, come yeah. and do some films, he's he's loved it, hasn't he? Mark, yeah. Mark it's Rylan also a lot of actually, children's things, which yeah, is brilliant. Mark Rylan's yeah, yeah. actually said, uh, Bing. Steven, Steven, Bing. Steven Spielberg has often said that he doesn't like using the same actors again and again and again. He all use what, mm. the same actor once or twice. And Rylance, I think, is coming up for his third or fourth film. Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to be in Ready Player One. Yep. So, he you know, he, and he's in the BFG, he was in Bridge of Spies, Bridge of Spies yeah. he's in this, yep. so Spielberg loves him. Him and Tom Hanks, Spielberg loves him. Yeah. Well, Tom Hanks, uh, Tom Hanks has only done two Spielberg films. Has he? Yep. Oh, I thought it was more than that. Yeah, he's, oh, right. he's done yeah. Band of Brothers as producer with him. Yeah, yeah. I suppose so. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. only in uh, the, uh, what's it called, the thing set in the airport. The, the terminal. terminal. The terminal. <laughs> Should have got that. And um, uh, same, same Private Ryan. Ryan. Same oh, right, Ryan. okay. Yeah. That's it. But that was the same sort of thing. He uses them about twice and then he bins them off. Yeah. You'd think that like Spielberg and... Yeah, because they're great Hanks, mates, uh, isn't they? You uh, see them at awards together and stuff. Yeah. So you just think they're like, you know, film fucking each other. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think Zemeckis has used uh, that, Hanks yeah, a few times. Lots, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't wait to see this film. I'm a big fan of war films. And I'm a big fan of these sort of like technical event films as well. Uh, I'm not so clued up on the the history side of it. So if there's any kind of issues with that, I couldn't tell you. But Neil, what was your uh, cinematic experience? Did you see it in IMAX? Did you see it big screen? So it was seventy millimeter was filmed yeah, in, weren't it? Yeah, so. I just I just saw it in a normal screen because like I know. There's no 3D release of this. No, he's basically doesn't bad like, taste, he, really, isn't it? No, no, but he doesn't. Well, like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't like 3D anyway. No, he likes no, IMAX. Yeah, he likes IMAX and that. So I kind of wish I'd seen it in IMAX, but it it looks amazing. Yeah, like I said, when when you see these people getting shot at, you're you're with them. Yeah, you know, it's sort of like still horrific. Yeah, and you know when they're being rescued out of the water after they've sunk on the second or third boat they've been on it's it's terrifying and yeah you know these that oh, sounds good this actually happened yeah it's bizarre it's and a the, miracle really they survived but like, like I said the, uh, the German planes <laughs> when they're attacking the beach the sound effect is horrific and apparently Kenneth Branagh said in an interview that when they saw the premiere they actually had some veterans like they invited everyone who was a veteran to come and the sun came and they said that was actually more scary than the real one <laughs> really <laughs> Christ <Yeah. laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm guessing you either got through alright or you didn't yeah from there and yeah I mean Christ they must be like well in their 90s I was going to say there can't be many of them left no, no that's no. what I said these 90 year old men they were probably scared being taken out of the home at 100 years old. Where the fuck is Where yeah, am I? That's what I want. I'm going to come out of my home and yeah. see the one traumatic event yeah. in my past. Yeah, they no, really don't want to relive. Who are you going with? You're going with Kenneth Branner. Who? Br- Branner. What's he done? He directed Thor. Oh, Kenneth Branner directed Thor. Uh, love yeah. some brown flakes. <laughs> no, Branner. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so Neil, uh, Dunkirk. You, you, yes, I have. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you appear to you appear to be very fond of it. What would you give it, my friend? Uh, I'm, I want people to see this film, so I'm going to have to go eight. Eight, go and nice. see it, everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even I'm, even if you don't like war films, you got you got to go and see this because you know these people actually did do this. Yeah, yeah, it's important. And also, it's school holidays, so if you go and see anything else, it's gonna be fucking rammed full of kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go see Dunkirk. There ain't gonna be one fucking teenager in there. Very good point. <laughs> Two interview, Neil. Fantastic film. Good. Nice. 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 That's probably the best two word review we've ever had. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I want to punch you in the face right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> punch you your perfect teeth. Uh, of course, Dunkirk. Uh, check it out. Wedding room back. <laughs> See it at your biggest, loudest cinema uh, right now. Do it.
Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Get excited. What, this is what happened. Yeah. Um, Colin, <laughs> Colin was uh, using his uh, using his computer, and uh, the, the, there was a knock on the door, and a, a large a large man came in. This black man wearing sunglasses, with uh, a raincoat on. And he opened up his hands and he gave Colin the choice of a red pill and a blue pill. Yeah. <laughs> Colin chose the red pill. I did. And he entered the Matrix. I Col- did. Colin. I got VR, Alan. You got VR. Yeah. I got PS4 VR. <laughs> You've done it. You've done it. You've I've, made made it. I've made it. Mate. I feel like I've made it as a man. <laughs> You've beaten me into oh. the uh, onto the 13th well, it was, floor it was my 40th and I'd saved I got a load of money for my birthday like, it was just in a I just waited I thought I'm just waiting and Prime Day Amazon Prime Day came yeah. was it clickbait Colin did it pop up well I'll tell you what did it did that's, that's his nickname actually been, by the way I mean click, I've been talking to I've been talking to Alan for weeks going I might get it I'm gonna get it I've got all this money burn I'm gonna and I'm, then you went Prime Day. Wait for Prime Day. I'm yeah. like, fuck Prime Should Day. Like Twelve my days kids away. To school. So anyway, so Prime Day, it was they was literally flash sales all yeah, day. Yeah. So I'm checking it, checking it, nothing. And I'm saying they're not going to do this VR cheap. They're not going to do it. And I came out of work at four o'clock in the morning, and there it was at four o'clock in the. No wonder they sent it four o'clock in the morning because yeah. I probably only got two or three of them. There's no fucker up at that time. Yeah. So anyway, so I woke the missus up, and said, "Get your credit card out." <laughs> she was well happy with that. <laughs> I buy this. The deal was incredible. I saved like hundred quid yeah, on, yeah, on a you, VR. You did very well. Okay. Camera, uh, Farpoint, and the PSVR Worlds yeah. uh, pack, and it, it turned up the next day. Fucking incredible. <laughs> anyway, so VR, um, what can I say about it? Um, it's was virtual it reality. It's really, that was what was worrying me. Because you open the box, it's a massive box, by the way. Yeah. And, and the first thing you're like, fucking hell, it's like 400 pounds worth of geary, and I'm fucking yeah. moron with like small hands. <laughs> right, I'm panicking. It's just, every, everything else was just wires. There was so many wires. I'm yeah. like, fuck. And it's got this great big book, PlayStation book, PlayStation VR book. And I'm yeah. like, fucking hell. So I've just said, I'm not doing this to the weekend. This is going to take hours. So I left it there for three days. Didn't touch it. Weekend came along. Open this book. Step one, plug this in here. Next page. Different Step language. Two. Like this in this part. And it was like one page for one thing. Yeah. And within a minute, I plugged it all in. <laughs> it, was, it was the most simplest, brilliant yeah. instructions for a very looking, very complicated looking piece of kit I've ever known. It was incredibly easy to set up. It really was. It yeah. was brilliant. Um, uh, yeah. So it's tricky getting the headset right on your head. Um Mm-hmm. It can get blurry, it gets steamed up. Um, so there's a few issues with that. But once you get it perfectly on and you understand exactly how it works, uh, it's it's lovely. I would say it's not perfect, VR. Yeah. It's, it depends on the game. Uh, so it's, it's early days. It's yeah. early days. We're, we're in right at, you know, at the ground level here. Yeah. Um, but some of it, I mean, the first thing I played was I put VR worlds in and uh, there was a deep sea diving thing. That's right. the first thing I'd done, because everything else was still loading, that was the first one loaded. So I turned it on, it's kind of like you're in a room, like a Colosseum room, and it says, right, your VR experience is about to start, and it goes black, Yeah. and I'm looking around, and then sort of curtains draw, and I'm underwater. Yeah. And I panicked and thought, <laughs> I can't breathe underwater. What the? And honestly, for two or three seconds, I was like, <laughs> I mean, it really really freaked me out honestly it was bizarre and I was like wow looking round and yeah. you were just in like a deep sea suit thing and you are just fucking diving down it was just incredible and I was like oh yeah I'm well up for this turn that off put something else on so you just go through it all yeah, um, yeah. so I've been through it I've done kitchen and yeah. that was uh, that was incredible because of the fact that I didn't realise just it's like 3D they come to you they're there they yeah. come right to your grill you can almost smell their breath it's like quite disorientating mm-hmm. in a way um, I'd love to have a go at that because I've never smelled anything so <laughs> yeah. one of the best one of the most incredible ones actually was the London Heist yeah. which was on PR, PR VR Worlds um, you start off chained to a chair things you seem to be tied to a chair in a lot of these things yeah. <laughs> and you're being tortured by this great big skinhead fella and he's obviously you've been in the heist it's all gone fucking wrong and he's blaming you mm. I mean it's a, he's just going you fucking cunt this you cunt that I'm going to stab you this and I'm just sitting going I don't even know what I've done wrong <laughs> I don't know what's going on what have I done you're wiping your tears from the yellow <laughs> and then it'll be like flashbacks to you meeting a mob uh, a mobster in a in a pub and that absolutely blew my mind because yeah. it goes to this flashback you're sitting in a pub 
and and it's Tied a proper a old geezer pub, like a proper East End gangsters looking boozer yeah. with that red <laughs> leathery chairs. But I'm, and it was so real. I'm trying to, I was trying to touch the chairs and yeah. the table, and he's coming to my face. He's like, "Pop me!" And <laughs> Sorry, he's, what? He's coming right into <laughs> my face. And he said, "What?" This game's taking a left turn, Neil. <laughs> And it was it was incredible. It was just little bit. Every now and again, there were just moments when you're so immersed in it. You're mm. like, oh, it's just a complete. It really is a different world. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I played far point, and I stood up for that. Uh, yeah. With the, you have to aim the controller like a gun because I've only got the controller at right. the moment. Um, and there are things jumping in your face, and I'm like, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> if my neighbours ever saw me through the window, they think it's. What the fuck's going on now? Um, I thought, that man's from the future. <laughs> yeah. And then you recommended a game. Um, yes, uh, Res, Res Infinite. And yeah. I was like, I can't afford a lollipop at the moment, Alan. <laughs> but I, I went into the, I delved into my bank account and bought that game. Do you, know recommendation. I, do you know what I actually did? I actually bought that game to gift to you. And the minute I, I bought it, and then you sent me, you said, I've just bought it, it's wicked light. And I'm like, well, it looks like I'm buying a VR out there. Because, because I'm spent four pounds on a game. And I said, nah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to buy but one. But that was, I mean, if you ever see the trailer of Res Infinite, yeah. go and watch the trailer. If you've got PlayStation Store, go type Res Infinite and watch the trailer. And it's just people taking the VR helmet off, almost crying, going, yeah. this is just incredible. <laughs> and it's just got this dirty bumping house soundtrack as you're sort of um, firing with your you're looking around to fire at these little things like Tron but it just you're fucking going along at a pace you're like this little floaty body thing and you're just shooting things in time with the music it's like, dum, 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 and it's like beats and it goes faster and faster and it's just absolutely it was mind blowing it was very simplistic in graphics wise I mean yeah. if, if someone was to think that's the way VR is going to be you probably wouldn't buy it mm. but to play it was just an incredible experience I'd highly recommend Res Infinite Good. I bought Russia Blood that six ninety nine on a PSL that's yeah. a wicked roller coaster uh, ride that's uh, sort of like a sequel to Until Dawn not the roller coaster Until Dawn have you played it yet that is my Until Dawn by the way yeah, I, thought, said. Yeah, yeah. I was going that's not mine and it it's is on, mine uh, PS Plus it's on PS Plus yeah. now which is definitely play it by the way it's worth this now it's, wor- it's worth this now you try to snap, snap it into like you're doing all the other good games <laughs> 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 but that's really good that's a really good roller coaster game there's loads of experiences you can have Kitchen was pretty terrifying although I knew what was going to happen yeah in it. thanks Tom so yeah spoiler Tom <laughs> um, so there's a lot more to come but Farpoint was kind of the game I thought well this is the newest one out this mm. is the newest VR full game yeah um, and when you play that it's the graphics aren't great because it, I don't it's going to take a while for the graphics to get good I mean you can walk up to rocks it's very sort of basic if you know yeah, what I yeah, mean yeah. it's not it's, it's underpopulated it yeah seems. it's very underpopulated there's mm. rocks and, and you know paths and stuff but nothing really not avatar like if you no, know what no, I mean no, no. we can touch the vegetation and shit it's nothing like that so it's a bit simple but it's very effective in the way that the monsters jump out of you and there's things where things are running towards you where you really do sort of cower and go mm. so overall I'm 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 absolutely loving it cool. um, but it's it's a game of patience as well you have to you don't expect too much from it yeah. yet can I ask yeah is it a gimmick because like I just remember when I had the Mega Drive back yeah. in the day and I got the Mega CD and they never really released any good games. Yeah. And then they had the 32X, which never really had any good games. It was like one game, Doom, on 32X. Yeah. Do you think that this is Sony trying to make a bit more money? Or no, is I this, don't... they're investing in it, this is their future. This I've... is what they want you all to be playing. I think that the fact that they want you to go out and buy a £400 headset camera and motion sticks... Will make they'll make sure that there are decent games out for that system because yeah. they want people to buy well, that. It's, like it's being the supported. Sticks, the sticks were the PlayStation Three Move controllers, yeah, yeah, aren't yeah. they? They're compatible yeah. with the Four. So oh, are they? You don't have to buy the PlayStation Four special ones. Not that I've got yeah, them on. These are ones, yeah, but you can. These are <laughs> right. the ones that came out on the PlayStation. I mean, they're 3. quite expensive, you know. Like yeah. 60, 60, 70 they, quid. They, 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 they never used to be. Up on eBay or yeah, but they're still expensive. They never used to be too expensive because they're only really compatible with like Just Dance and. 
heavy rain, bizarrely. Why? So <laughs> it's bizarre. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's like only a couple of games of it. They realise like, oh, we've already got this. Don't bother like redesigning them. But um, it is being invested in, and Sony are pushing. Isn't it. the camera the same as well? It's yeah, yeah. Free well, and I don't think, you know what's coming out. You know camera. the next game that's coming out on VR is Skyrim and, and uh, Doom. I, and Doom, yeah. yeah. And I've I've listened to the review of, of Skyrim on IGN and the guy was creaming his pants and it's I've, one of the best things he's ever... Skyrim on two. Yeah, yeah but not like this. Neither, neither of us are going to play that. I'll play your copy of it. Yeah, you can play my copy. He, he said it was, was mind-blowing. He said he, you got, you know, one one controller was your sword and the other one was your hand. He said he was in a dungeon and he's fighting spiders. He looked behind him and he's casting spells with yeah. the other hand. He said it was just the best thing he'd ever played. I, I'm... And I I'm thought, oh, Deeply worried though, because Bethesda games are notoriously buggy. Yeah, yeah. And I think it will <laughs> crash. Every- and the problem with VR is, if it breaks, you're sick. Like if the, yeah, if, I haven't if, got that if, yet. If the, if the if the eye tracking goes, if one if one eye like if one screen stays where it is and the other one goes away, you will instantly vomit or you'll pass out. Or I, yeah, like I remember yeah. you saying about that. If you're sitting down in a game or you're, or you're standing up and you look down and your legs are sitting or something. You could fall. I haven't. You, know, you could fall down. Yeah. I haven't got any of that yet. I'm still yeah. conscious of the fact that I am playing a game. I think you've got to be really immersed to be an idiot enough to think, "Oh God, I've, yeah. those aren't my legs." I mean, I did. <laughs> I did the. Yeah, uh, but your brain does funny things. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, so. I, yeah. But I'm just saying, I haven't experienced that. And I've played. I've played VR after half a bottle of whiskey. Nice. Yeah. And I still weren't sick. Yeah. That was a true test. That's <laughs> just because you drink loads. Can't yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I've played the walk. You know, like the the, the, oh, the, the yeah. walk between the, the the twin towers yeah, in, yeah. in New York. I played the game where you you basically uh, and you had a cable on the floor, and I was I take my shoes off, and I had the the uh, was it an Oculus Rift? I think it was an Oculus Rift I was using at the time, <coughs> uh, and the, a fan going like that, and I, I was wow. able to stand on the. I'd be socks on, stand on the. Uh, on the sort of the, the cable yeah. on the thing so it felt like I was actually because my feet were on it and I was moving and you look down and you're like oh Do my you know, god you sick well I, I mean I'm, I'm not massively fond of heights no. and, and I'd, um, I, I'm super refreshed so combination. I was like whoa this is not cool of course cool. the PR girl's there and I'm like yeah this is fine but yeah, you know I'm, yeah, I'm alright yeah. darling don't you worry about this <laughs> like, secretly like just my, with the brown smoke trail um, so I mean I'm I get really immersed in it. I think it's a I think it's a real disruptive technology, uh, and I can't wait to get my own one and uh, play a multiplayer game with you. Oh, that would be incredible. I mean, you know, if Destiny ever does come out of VR, it's going to be an absolute game changer. It's just it just it's about the it's about the quality of the game rather than the actual headset itself. The games have to be. I don't know what they have to do. There must be massive amounts of of work and yeah and programming I'd be goes to see into games it. like because they've um, bought out. An Arkham VR, haven't they? One of the Batman. Yeah, it's yeah. a Batman but game. I don't yeah. know if it's going to be the same as the last game, or if it's a different. No, game. no, it's, it's a it's, tiny game, isn't it? It's, it's only it's fifteen ninety or eleven ninety nine. You can buy yeah, it for it's, that it's game. about it's about two, it's about three or four hours long. Uh, it's more or less like a roller coaster thing, but you've got other shit going on. But apparently, it's excellent. Is it? Say, yeah, it's okay. absolutely fight excellent. enemies like Batman. Well, you, you're, you're throwing the around a really spacious room. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the funny thing as well because what happens as well is you'll put a game because I'm, I've got quite a big room so and I'm, it's very sparse but it will just show you a, it will show you a picture of your room to make sure it's all decluttered and I just I look at myself and I'm like you're a 40 year old man you've got some massive headset on on your own in an empty room this is the saddest moment of my life it's also Daddy. the dream yeah, yeah. yeah. they're not allowed anywhere fucking near it they don't, they don't even like exists that's the thing I mean there's a massive cable yeah. massive cable that goes from this to another like processing unit that you have to plug into your playstation mm. so uh, yeah you can't have anyone around but physically really. is it comfortable Oh, it's lovely and comfortable. I played it for hours. I played Destiny on it. Your ears. The thing is, you can play games on it, uh, just normal games, and it's like playing it on a cinema, but you're in the front row. Nice. So it's like, whoa, I played Destiny, was mental. Playing <laughs> Destiny on that was mental. It was like a different, the gun is here. And you're like, fucking hell. Like, you really have to look round at the enemies. It was. It was mad. You're like, Sally, shh, stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Why are you trying to shoot me, <laughs> She won't go on it. I can't get on it. No, no. I won't even check it out. I'll, I'll, I'll come around and uh, yeah. I'll, I'll never let it go. 
Um, oh, by the way, Alan will be your gaming one. I nearly, I nearly had an embarrassing story involving your missus the other day. Oh, go on. Oh my God, we went to um, uh, Ashlyn's farm. Yes. And and uh, Sophie and your missus were there. Yes. And they came over, and they were at a birthday party. And your missus went, Yeah, yeah. I was gonna. Uh, we were singing happy birthday. Went, and I remembered the story you told. <laughs> And and I went, yeah 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 because I remember so I remember, that story ends in Sally crashing, crashing the, the car. car yeah life finds a way Colin. life finds a way right <laughs> we went to a we went to a birthday party because you don't listen to a podcast anymore Neil, so you wouldn't know this story <laughs> we went to a podcast and it was Sally's friend anyway and uh, we were singing happy birthday and I always me and the girls always sing happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday to you. Okay, Charlotte and Gracie that's what I always sing previously so singing. on Scattershot <laughs> yeah. and we were at this party and we're singing it to this girl and I'm hung over and desperately tired so I sing this song I go Charlotte and Gracie at the end everyone just turned around and looked at me and went you're like singing it but it's not even your kid's birthday it was embarrassing right? Sally looked at me like what the fuck you, you doing twat. yeah it was like it was just embarrassing but then like I thought she might have a go at me or something but we got in the car and she just reversed into a brick wall <laughs> yeah so I'm like wicked go away with it <laughs> yeah it was perfect it was like calm I like leveled it all out and uh, so so Natalie went yeah yeah so I didn't say happy birthday because of what I, and I went ha, 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 yeah and I went, please don't. and Sally went what's that what's that and I went you remember that party and I was just thought please Natalie please don't say yeah then you reverse your car into a brick wall because she finds out that I've not only told this story once but twice on our podcast to thousands of people the sentence she goes fucking mental wouldn't it doesn't even do it justice to how bad I would get it you'll be permanently in the matrix oh, I was just I was twitching I was it was horrible but thank god your missus was you know, the, the, she's not going to put you in it no no discretion was a key word there it's fantastic <laughs> so yeah Whew, well, well done well yes done. thank you Natalie um, <laughs> well I mean you, you say you've been doing other things on the VR yeah um, did you watch The Core on VR because Colin has uh, done his homework I've done my homework and I've seen, seen The Core, the core. Oh, shall, I, shall I give the synopsis everyone's seen The Core but I just want to do it anyway I've yeah. not seen The Core yeah, you've not seen the corner. I reckon you have, and you don't remember. I might have blacked it out. <laughs> Is it that bad? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's dreadful. So here we go. Here's the core. The Earth's core has stopped spinning. Disasters are appearing all over the world. Birds acting crazy. Powerful thunderstorms. 32 people die within seconds of each other where their pacemakers quit working. It's a very specific point of this. I don't remember that bit. <laughs> Dr. Josh Keyes and his crew of five... Total no, total member six go down to the centre of the earth to set off a nuclear device where the earth spinning again or mankind capital M will perish. What a fucking crazy thing to I, I, that also, was all quite good. Uh, when it started, it was all quite good, all the uh, little things that yeah, tornadoes like nice, yeah. and stuff. And then Aaron Eckhart, who's what is he? I don't know, a geologist or whatever he's meant to be. Like, he's just someone who just teaches students at a university. Uh, he's, uh, physics. Physics, he's physics. He goes to the White House in one of the worst speeches ever. Where he goes, and someone got an aerosol, and like the president goes, "Go get this man an aerosol." <laughs> <laughs> and someone disappears, and then he and then he gets a. Pe- I call it the peach speech. Yeah. When he gets a peach on a stick or a pencil, he says, "This is the Earth." This is the earth with these gravitational waves. He gets the air and someone just burns his beach, right? And they're all going, oh, oh. And then Stanley Tucci's sitting there, who's like, he's, I don't know, just like someone on the same wavelength as him. Yeah. Just, go, just nodding, going, oh, yes, that's going to happen. We're all going to burn. We're going to burn. I thought, you don't need a fucking peach to say this is this is the earth. Just basically, they'd never gone down an alley with a can of links. <laughs> yeah, like you used we to never, do. We've never seen these things. <laughs> so at that moment, he just got really shit. I mean, he knew swanks in this film. Uh, yeah. Stanley Tucci, uh, Delroy Lindo, yeah. who's like the 90s, like Ilja Cyber, uh, H.E. Elbow. <laughs> Mate, there's five Oscar winners in this film. It's incredible. <laughs> it's, yeah, and it's just, it's terrible. Anyway, so they go down to Earth in what can only be described as a massive double ender. <laughs> right? It's just ridiculous. It's just, it's a double ender. It is literally a double ender. And I've been smacked around the face with a double ender, I'll have you know. <laughs> That's a different story. <laughs> it is a different story. And one with my missus, I was, I'll tell you the story, right? Thank God, please, Sally, don't listen to this one. We went to a friend's house. I'll never mention these friends' name again, but we were staying around the night. This is about six years ago now. And when we got into this is a, 
but this is your road with Fred Choke they put some furry pink handcuffs yeah and this massive double ender right and that's for you guys like we was like yeah yeah very funny like but you know whatever anyway and that night we got back from the pub and stuff and, and we had a girl as well I said Sally give me a glass of water she just turned around and we're like just whacked this double ender <laughs> right into my face and we laughed about it and then I thought Whose fucking end was that? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I went to bed thinking, God, I hope he's not the man's end. I've already brushed my teeth. You all know the rule. You can't yeah, do it again for another half an hour. So that, yeah, that's the double ender. Anyway, so they go down into this, into uh, into a double ender, uh, into the earth core. And, and the earth core just seems to be, I don't know, like... Custard. Just, just custard and the sea from Willy Wonka when they go through the tunnel. It was just, yeah. it was bizarre. It's just fluffy pink clouds everywhere. It's it's bizarre. And one by one, the, the crew get killed off as they try to avert the dance, the disaster by restarting the earth core with a nuclear bomb. Mm. Stanley Tucci is truly awful in this actually which I oh, hate really? to say because he's the best singing Fortitude and I absolutely love him to bits and he's the worst he's this screaming banshee bloke with a <laughs> terrible grey wig on Aaron Eckhart's dreadful I mean he's, he's one bit where his friend dies why didn't you open the door <laughs> you just had to open the door and then two minutes later he's having a joke <laughs> like yeah. a minute later it's just bizarre the film's a fucking mess um, yeah, the only way out is bin. <laughs> Alan, oh, do, do you know what? I'm genuinely disappointed that you didn't oh, find really? it even a little bit entertaining. Oh, it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah. very entertaining, but for all the wrong reasons. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen this film, and after listening to you, I'm never. Oh, well, no, see you it. should. You should. <laughs> you should watch, watch it. it. I think you'd like it. I think oh, you like should never watch, it. watch yeah. this film. Um, you should watch it. Colin, what would you give it, mate? Ah. <sighs> Um, a double ender. <laughs> a double ender. <laughs> I think we know what your two words are going to be. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a five. Okay, I dropped my pen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, a five. Okay, I think it's fair enough. Yeah, and yeah. Your, and uh, well, this is going to be anticlimactic. Your two word review. Hopefully, woman's end. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, <laughs> absolutely beautiful. It's all I can pray for. It's all, it's all I can pray for. All I do each night is pray. Um, right, well, I, I think that's a wonderful place to leave this uh, this exceptional podcast. Um, we are uh, blessed with Neil's presence, and Neil, will you join us again next week? I will. I yes. will indeed. Excellent, excellent. Uh, so, uh, from me, Alan Porter, uh, I say good goodbye. Um, yeah, I'll say goodbye as well. Are you saying goodbye? Yeah, I might as well. Neil, do you want to say goodbye? I'll say goodbye and hopefully I'll be here next week. Yeah. Excellent. So that's enough uh, for episode 122, 122 of Scash Shot. Uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.